subscribe on your podcast player we'd also love if you gave us a review now let's get back to building ted i mean laverne and shirley no seriously it's r&d and with me that's three hey you guys what's going on it's episode 325 now of the ron and don show and we are live from the les schwab studio what is up ron and don nation hey coming up on the ron and don show we are going to talk about the fact that uh a lot of people out there are taking their kids and they're making them youtube superstars but some of the stuff that happens behind the scenes of these YouTube superstars, that is Miles' parents. Should they be doing stuff that they're doing that maybe, well, they shouldn't be doing? Also, sleep. I'm working on that and sometimes not too well because I was sending stories to Ron last night, probably at 3.28 in the morning. Because, bing, my eyes were open. I was awake. And I'm like, you know what? I got to do these things that I just learned about about being able to sleep through the night. So I was doing one of those last night while I was sending you stories. And, uh, yeah, I saw some stories. Luckily for you, I turn on uh, my do not disturb function on my phone and the phone is in the other room. Yeah, this I know because one time when I had to go to the emergency room and I called you in the middle of the night and I almost died, you were you were not available. Do not do not die in the middle of the night. <laughs> I won't be there. <laughs> That's funny. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Uh, a lot of people right now are saying that Dave Chappelle, who I know that you like, and I like Dave Chappelle a lot, that he should be boycotted for some of the things that he is saying about transgender people in the overall LGBT community. They say when you go back, and I guess he has a new show that's coming yeah, out. I on, just watched it last night. New show coming out on Netflix. What say you about, and, and just so you know, I didn't know that this is National Coming Out Week. You know who told me? No. My son. Oh, really? He told me it's National Coming Out Week. I asked him what National Coming Out Week was. He explained it to me perfectly. I asked him, because uh, I'd heard him use the word transgender. I asked him to explain transgender to me. He did it beautifully. Beautifully. He's very good with vocabulary. Beautifully. I mean, I, I mean but just even understanding, uh, like he, made, he was making a sign at school uh, and he had just joined this club, and so it, it it created all kinds of cool conversations for for he and I to have. And in this after school club that he's in, they were making signs so for for people that might be in the school or outside, wherever it is, that they might feel more included. And and this was very important to him. And I'm like, then I read this story today about Dave Chappelle. I haven't seen. Uh, this new I've seen Netflix all his specials. So, what 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 is your take? And is this cancel culture again, or is this is this just the LGBT community coming out and saying, "Hey, we haven't been respected in a long time, and and, and we're we're asking for respect and consideration here." The people that are saying this, a, I wonder if they watched the special, and B, I wonder if they understand Dave Chappelle's brand of humor. You know, you know, because when you if you know Dave Chappelle and you've watched the arc of his career, and you get his sense of humor, um, 
he did not say one thing that was transphobic. On its face, if you don't know him and you don't get what he's doing, it's totally transphobic. And I guess the, the nearest... Then it's, then it's transphobic. No, it's not. The, the, the nearest analog I could get is, let's say when you're listening to music and someone is into a genre of music, like, like I don't like death metal. All right. I just, it's never been a, a genre that I like. I like a lot of heavy metal and I like a lot of hard rock, just that really guttural death metal. I, it's not my thing. So if, if I had never been a fan of this and maybe, and then you start playing me this death metal music, I'm going to hate it. I'm not going to get it. I don't understand it. There's no access point for me. And so I could hear something in there that I completely take the wrong way. Yeah, uh, because it's not my genre. The Dave Chappelle special is not transphobic, and the way his delivery is is he uses that device, the Dave Chappelle device, for everybody. Not just trans. When he's doing trans jokes, he doesn't. It's not a different style of humor as when he's doing race jokes or he's doing. At one point in that special, he's like, "I'm not against trans people. I'm against white people." And you know that he's not against white people because he's, it's a joke. And so, but if you Because it, it's mostly white people that go see him. He has no, a, no, and this audience was mostly black. He's, he's talked about it before. Yeah, he, that, depending on that, the city. That overall, the people that are tuning into the Netflix special, or, yeah, overall. That, that might be true. These, these, these are white people that are spending money on Dave but Chappelle. But you don't have a bunch of white people out today going, oh my God, Dave Chappelle's racist. Uh, because they got the joke. He, he does, it, it's, and I'm not going to try to, dissect Dave Chappelle's comedy style because he's one of the great comedians of all time. It, it, it means, and Ricky Gervais talks about this all the time, everything is funny until it comes to your pet issue. And the one that he uses is he had this joke about nut allergies and how this person was supposedly going to die from nut allergies. And so everyone laughed except for the mom whose child had nut allergies and said, Oh, how dare you make jokes about nut allergies? And he's like, well, you laughed at the other jokes that I made. Um, why are, why is this one not funny? We should never laugh about that. It's not funny. And so this is that same thing is everything else is funny, except when it hits too close to home on your pet issue. So I, I'm solidly on team Chappelle on this because he, he's not trans. The, the last 25 minutes of the show is a story about a transgender friend of his that committed suicide. Yeah. So her name is Daphne Dorman. Uh, and the family of Daphne Dorman has come out today and said, concerning the late transgender community, Dave Chappelle highlights in his new Netflix special, The Closer, they say that he's an LGBTQ ally. And that he has meant the world to her and to their family, and uh, and so, and so they say they're they're fully in his in in his corner, and they say that people should actually watch the whole special and not just look at clips or to or, or to read clips that you might you might see in the paper. And, so. and I agree with him and with Ricky Gervais. There should be no topic that you can't write a joke about. Uh, as long as the joke is done correctly, as long as the, the subject of the joke and the target of the joke are two different things. 
And so Dave Chappelle's humor in this special, he is not targeting LGBTQ people. They are the subject of the joke. They are not the target of the joke. And those are two entirely different things. Yeah, let's talk more on the other side. You can just tell that, they, uh, that they're that they just real genuine guys and, and care about uh, who they work with and just feel like we, you know, we got, we got some, some more friends now. It truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right-sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Emmy. Hi, I'm John Greenland. I'm Lauren Greenland. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. And we sat down with, with Ron and Don. Mm-hmm. They were more prepared. They paid way more attention to detail. Um, and then they just came in with a, with a lot more knowledge and were able to set those expectations up a lot better than um, some of the previous uh, realtors that we worked with. So, I mean, I was I was extremely pleased with uh, the the entire, the, the sit down, the, the experience and, and the results, of course. There was a friendship that developed and a, and a, and a trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a trust and then, you know, we yeah. have, we love them. It's been a hell of a lot of fun for one thing. I see them as, as friends now. I feel like they've made me feel part of this community. And knowing that, you know, Dawn's just down the street is, is comforting. <laughs> <laughs> we totally consider Ron and Dawn friends of ours now. And we do miss working with them. It was intense there for a little bit. But it's an experience that we'll always remember and have, and um, and now lifelong friends. It's the Ron and Don Nation. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. Ron and Don have a unique ability to get mass exposure at your home. And they're also very loud and annoying. When you're ready to talk about your real estate journey with the guys, just go to ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back uh, to the Ron and Don Show. Some new stories out today about being a social influencer. There's so much money now to be made. They say if if you can get 10,000 people to follow you and to influence uh, that there'll be companies out there that may be interested in you and buy some ad space. It's interesting because I have a friend of mine that was trying to launch a business and he was having a really hard time launching it. And then he started including his four-year-old and his five-year-old. As a result of that, he started getting some traction. And I was watching this traction develop on Facebook and the internet and some other places. And it really made me back up and 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 say to myself, because like when you listen to this show, you hear my son's voice on 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 this podcast. Uh, if you if you watch things on social media, you'll see that my son's included. Uh, but my son is not the focus, right? People listen to this podcast hopefully because they enjoy Ron and I having a conversation, and you feel like we're friends together because we've been broadcasting uh, and doing cool stuff together in in this region for a long time. Uh, and, and my son is interested in what I do. He's interested in broadcasting. So for instance, I was interested when I was young about trucks and about cars. So my dad would take me truck driving or I was interested in being a firefighter. So he'd take me down to the firehouse. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And so with my son, he thinks that one day maybe he would like to do a podcast about things that he cares about. So it's like, wow, 
well, maybe it'd be fun to get in there, be around some equipment. And the other thing is I really do it because when he gets older, I want him to have these shows. I want him to know that he was a part of this. I would be thrilled to have a picture sitting in my dad's truck, the Dan Ledusky truck out of Waukegan, Illinois. I don't have that picture. I'd be thrilled to have a picture in the Gurney, Illinois firehouse with 18 trucks in there and, 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 and my dad in there being a pair. I don't have any of those pictures. I'd be thrilled. And those are some of the really good memories that I have of him. Ron, there, 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 there is kind of a balance, though, when we take our kid and all of a sudden we push him out front on the stage and we're like, you know what? I'm getting a lot of clicks on TikTok or I'm getting a lot of traction on Facebook and this kid is going to help me sell a lot of widgets. There are people that are doing that and uh, you see this a lot on YouTube right now. And I think we have to be careful and allowing our kids to still be kids. And at the same time, we live in a world of Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. We just do. Well, I think that um, for these channels that are going after, if you're if you're on an advertised channel, if you're receiving ad money, whether through the Google Play, or not Google Play, Google AdSense mm-hmm. through a Facebook, or you get sponsorship within your videos, if you're receiving ad dollars through the platform, it seems like minors should have to consent like that. That seems like just low hanging fruit. So if I'm on a, if, if I'm, if I'm Google who owns YouTube and I'm cutting you a check at the end of the month and your video has minors in it, it should be part of the application process. Cause hmm. I've signed up for our AdSense account on the Ron and Don YouTube channel. It's a big application process. You have to go through and fill everything out and put in, you know, all kinds of information. If there are minors featured in the video should get their consent. And if they're five and they can't consent, you can't include them. Uh, that seems like it should be a no brainer. They have not done that because their algorithms show that the minors in videos, especially if they're cute and interactive, get more clicks. And so they haven't done that, but I don't see what is the argument of not making that. So if it's just an incidental, we have a coworker that like, oh, my, my child scored a goal in soccer. And she put the video out. It's from 50 yards away. She's not getting paid for that. It's just amongst her friends. She's not a social media influencer. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I have made a channel where I want to get paid. Minors, in my opinion, should have to consent. And if they're too young to consent, you can't have them on there. Yeah. Ronnie almost put me to sleep. Let's talk about sleep on the other side. Hey, Ron and Don Nation. This is Mitch Weeks with Home Seed Loans. At Home Seed Loans, our mission is to make the mortgage process cheap and stress-free. And guess what? We've got a deal for all Ron and Don Nation listeners. Our partnership means that listeners will save half a percent on the closing of your loan. That's an average of $3,000 saved when you switch to Mitch. Wow. That's a lot, Ron, isn't it? You should switch to Mitch. I just switched to Mitch. I went to Mitch.loans, and I started the loan process just like you can. That's Mitch.loans. Save a half a percent today, just like I'm doing. The Weeks team, NMLS 1691573. Hey, what's going on, Ron and Don Nation? This is Therese, a new team member on Ron and Don team. It's tough out there for buyers right now, and that's why you need a buyer specialist like me. Let's send you a buyer's playbook, and for you sellers, we have a seller's playbook. Reach out to the team, and let's do a sit-down, and we'll get you these playbooks. Just reach out to us at ronanddonsitdown.com, and we'll schedule a sit-down today. Now back to the show. 
All right, you guys, final segment of the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, we're licensed brokers at Windermere. If you're looking for a loan, think about switching to Mitch. Go to Mitch.loans. Yeah, Mitch.loans will save you a half percent on your refi or your new home purchase. And that's an average savings of $3,000. Mitch told me there's no limit, too. So if you want to buy 12 homes, wow. you can do it 12 times. Hey, uh, guess what? We are live from the Les Schwab Studios. I used Les Schwab the other day. I had a flat tire. I needed new brakes. Boom. They took care of me in two hours. I was on my way. Uh, really you didn't get amazing. those 43 inch wheels. Did you? <laughs> no, really amazing service at Les Schwab. So thanks to Les Schwab over in Ballard for taking good care of me. Uh, they've been doing the right thing since 1952. And I really, I told them that I didn't tell them I do ads for them. I go, you know what? You guys have been doing the right thing since 1952. And they're like, how do you know that? That's weird. You don't look old enough <laughs> to be born in 1952. <laughs> yeah. Before we get out of here, I'm really trying to work on sleep and sometimes Meaning you want to get more sleep or the quality of your sleep? How do you work on sleep? Yeah, I want to sleep deep. I want I want some deep sleep because I always feel better after after I get about anywhere between five and a half. If I if I get seven hours of sleep, something something happened where where I that's sleeping in for me. So in general, it's 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 five to five and a half hours. And 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 so I've been reading some sleep studies, and there's some things that I've been doing absolutely wrong. Number one, do you do you toss and turn, or do you tell yourself? Just lay here, stay in this position, hug the pillow, hang in there. You're going to go to sleep. Do you no, do that? I will roll around. My my thing is I'm trying to research the temperature. I think my temperature is all wrong. You're not supposed to roll around. Wrong answer. Who says that? Wrong answer. You're, 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 you're supposed to lay there. And how long do you think you're supposed to lay there for? How long? According, according to some of the no, new sleep No, supposed to too. roll over and find a new comfortable position. There's no rolling. You're not supposed to roll over. You're not supposed to roll around. There's no rolling. No rolling! I roll, I'm no rolling. rolling. You haven't convinced me that I shouldn't roll. So number one, you're not supposed to roll. Number two, you're supposed to just stay in one position for 20 minutes. Just stay in one position. And if you don't fall asleep in 20 minutes, you're supposed to get out of bed, go to another room, and do something completely different. The problem is I've been getting out of bed. And like last night I did this when I was sending you stories at I think 3.28 in the morning. What I notice is even if I turn the screen on, on on my phone or if I'm reading on the computer and I'm sending you stories, and even if I put the right screen on that that's supposed to cause you the blue light and all that, you're not you're 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 supposed to be, still be able to sleep. I'm not able to sleep at all. In fact, if I turn one light on in the house, you're up. Yeah. And here's so here's the problem. I don't have my contacts in. There are stairs everywhere in my house because there's 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 three levels. Don't you have glasses? What's that? Where are your glasses? No, I stepped on those when I, didn't have my, when I didn't have my contacts in. So I don't have any glasses. I can't turn the lights on because if I turn the lights on, then Charlie gets up and then he's jumping around and he's like, oh my gosh, we're going outside. It's time to decapitate a squirrel, which if you look outside right now, there's a decapitated squirrel. I found this Not squirrel. sure. Did you see him? I'm the one that no located it. Yeah, feel bad. That's Sammy the squirrel. He no longer has a head, thanks to no. Charlie. So, 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 so then after 20 minutes... You're supposed to then go back to your bed, lay down, stay in a position, and, and fall into a deep sleep. This does not work. I don't know where these new studies are coming from, but this right here does not work. Let me ask you a question. And what I used to do a long, you a long time ago back in the day is question. I would drink my hair off until I passed out. And that's the way that I would go to sleep. You got this fancy bed. Is it temperature controlled? It is temperature controlled. Yeah. So, and I need someone to email. Email I keep me. It cool. At, I keep my. I keep my bed very cool. Email me at Ron at Windermere.com because I've been reading about. I think it's called Eight Sleep or something like that. And I think my Tempur Pedic runs hot. Oh. And so 
Is it? But it's like thousands of dollars to get the one where I can dial on the temperature. That's right. So what I'm wondering is, is this worth it? Am I going to think that's the best six grand or whatever it was? Maybe more than six. Do you got grand. the cool? Do you got the? Do you got the cool pillows? What I did is I have, bought. Do the, you have the pillows that cool? I don't have the cool pillows. You got to get the pillows that cool. But what do I know? I'm not sleeping. You're not I'm, sleeping either. And I'm sleeping in. That's a twelve thousand dollar bed that I'm in. I bought the bed jet, which blows cool air <laughs> up your feet. I got like free flans. Oh. The bed jet's amazing, but the bed jet. I'm thinking that the other one, if it's if it this is it, my son will love the bed jet. If it's too hot, yeah, then I wake up in sort of this sweaty roll of blankets, Ugh. and so I need to know if it's worth the money yeah. for someone that owns one. Of the, I think it's called Sleep Eight, oh. or there's another one called Chili Pad. Oh. I think that one's like two grand just for the topper. Okay. Uh, if it's worth, if that's money well spent, if you sleep better, yeah. When you're at like, I'm gonna dial it in at 72 degrees. Uh, that's what my bed's gonna be. That's too hot. 68 degrees. No, like 51. You keep your bed at 51. That's the right temperature. And no then wonder I, you and don't then sleep. I add some ice packs. No wonder you don't sleep. My son and I, we sleep with the with the windows open. We have three fans on. It's crazy. And then the mel. Have you ever done the melatonin? I, just, I didn't last night. I just stay up. The mel- and then the magnesium. Have you tried the magnesium? No. All the magnesium makes me want to do is come in here and lift weights. Like I feel like, oh, I want to go. I want to. I want to go throw some iron around. You should go to get a sleep study done. Yeah. I've a- done any- any- anyway, anyway. Don't, don't do what us. I'm doing if you can't see, because I can't see, and then I don't turn the lights on, and then last night I almost fell down the stairs into a pole. So uh, sounds like you're really your work's paying off. There's a lot going on, and I, I you might hear from me again tonight at three twenty-eight. Sounds like I will. <laughs> you guys, thanks for listening to episode three twenty-five. We are licensed brokers at Windermere. When you need us, we are here from you. Just go to ronadonsitdown.com and we'll do a virtual sit down today. It's about forty-five minutes, and we'll talk about whether you're thinking about buying, selling, investing. Open it up an Airbnb, buying a vacation home, whatever it is. We are here to help you. In fact, we got a ranch that's for sale right now. We sold a ranch out in Carnation, and we got one for sale down in Shahalis. 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 You say Shahalis, I say Shahalis. 17 acres. It's got a windmill and a pool. Shahalis. Hollis Queens. Oh, man. If you want to see, uh, where, where could they go if they want to see that ranch? Uh, just go to ronupshaw.com. It's under properties. Cool. All right, you guys, head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time for episode 326. Oh, on the Ron and Don Radio Now. Good night, Shahalis. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron Don Radio Network.